Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of our podcast, Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a podcast to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers, and discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. To begin with, my name is Jaylan, it's half Turkish in case any of you are thinking how unusual my name is, and I'll pass you on to my two best friends, Hannah and Summer. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Summer, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, I'm Summer. I'm 17, and <laughs> I'm on this podcast. <laughs> why, why did that sound like I was on um, Take Me Out? <laughs> Hi, my name is Hannah. I'm 18, and uh, I'm part of this podcast. <laughs> um, so, welcome everyone. This is so exciting. <laughs> Shall I explain how we got this name for the podcast? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, so we're called Little Women because basically uh, before lockdown, we were uh, arranging a sleepover where we were going to watch the Little Women film, you know, with uh, Timothy Chalamet, of course. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then we ended up not doing it. And our group chat's just been called Little Women ever since. And, you know, we ended, up, we ended up not doing it because... <laughs> We ended up not doing it because of Corona, but you know. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I didn't. Yeah, forgot. <laughs> just forgot. I ended up not doing and it. And I'd also like to add in, um, you know, there's a dual meaning behind this name. Oh my god! Uh, just because we're, we're all quite little, uh, in terms of our age, and also in terms of um, our height. You know, I wouldn't say any of us are particularly tall. I think we're you? all about around five four. Yeah, pushing five four for some of us. Yeah. So um, if anyone, if anyone would like to be on our podcast, you are very welcome. Just send us a message because, yeah. you know, we have we like talking to other people as long as they're not idiots. So <laughs> then again, we do talk to quite a lot of people who are idiots. Yeah, <laughs> on Accurate. the daily. <laughs> on the daily. All right, so let's move on from our introduction. Um, so we're going to be talking about our weekly favourites. So we're going to do three things that we really enjoyed this week so i'd say my first favorite is i've been getting back into my one direction phase um <laughs> so i've been listening to all their solo stuff so i'd already listened to like niles because i'm a nile girl anyway um but i started listening to louis tomlinson's album which i actually really like he's really leaning into his accent as well which i love so highly recommend mm. that anyone else for their favorite Sure, I'll go. <laughs> uh, so my first favourite of this week is a podcast because uh, during lockdown, I've just been really getting into podcasts for some reason. I just feel like I've upgraded from the YouTube to the podcasts now. <laughs> um, and my favourite this week has been um, something called Bitch Work by Jordan <laughs> Rebecca. It sounds silly, but it's actually a really good podcast. And it's basically, she hosts it and every week she has a different guest on from every different career field that there is. So like they've got people from like medicine, engineering, like journalism, YouTubers, all sorts of people. And they basically just talk about, you know, how they got where they are and just their journey and their advice for anyone who wants to get into a similar sector. And it's quite like motivating when you listen to it. You're like, oh, okay, like this is how this person got there, and you know, I want to do the same thing. So yeah, 
highly recommend that one. You can learn about how you can get to places you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jaylan. Um, so my first favourite of the week is a YouTuber, Emily Philpot. And I've been watching her content recently because she's doing like moving vlogs and like updating rooms and doing construction work. And she does like clean with me videos. And I just really like watching YouTube channels that have kind of like a home feel. I just find it really satisfying to watch. <laughs> and she's just really easy to put on in the background when you're doing other things, if you just want to escape. So yeah, that's what my first favourite of the week is. Hmm. Okay. All right. My second favourite of the week um Jalen actually recommended me that uh this to me because I wanted to like you know find all my old pictures and my phone was getting really clogged up with old pictures so it's google photos and they give you 15 gigabytes of free storage so I've basically just been making like four different emails so I can fit everything on there (laughs) um because I've been going through all my old phones and found like pictures and videos from like year seven and primary school which obviously we love to see we love um Yeah, so I've just been going through them and I highly recommend because they group together like the faces of people. They edit some of your pictures as well. You can obviously like revert them back to how they used to be. There's an option so you can change the lighting so it's like makes a picture look better, which I actually really like. Yeah. Nice. I think I think we all like that one, don't we? Yeah. Uh, I think we all are avid users of that app. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um so my second favourite is uh, a TikTok account actually. Um, and it's called Skincare by Hiram. And it's one of those like useful TikTok accounts that I follow because um, I think he has a YouTube channel as well. But people basically just do their skincare routines on TikTok and then he reacts to them, kind of rates them, tells you what products are good and what isn't. And it's all quite lighthearted and useful. Oh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure one of his videos came up on my For You, for you page yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I feel like he's quite popular. Um and, you know, it can be difficult to navigate what skincare products work for different people because there are so many and yeah. they all do different things. And I honestly find it a bit confusing. And, you know, it's like a safe space <laughs> where he just, yeah. he just talks about it. And I think, you know, you guys should go check it out. I shall have a look-see. <laughs> Jayla? <Jayden? laughs> um, well, when someone mentioned Google Photos, it actually reminded me. So my second favourite is actually Free Prints. Um, I've been doing a lot of scrapbooking during lockdown just to keep myself busy and also because I didn't think I'd ever get the chance because I wanted to print off pictures from like the past three or four years and this is like the only opportunity I've had to actually sit down and take the time to do so. So I've been using the app Free Prints and you can pretty much print off 45 pictures every single month and if you get your friends to use your code you can get an extra five so you can get 50 every month. And I've kind of cheated and I also downloaded the app on my mum's phone. So I ordered pictures <laughs> from my mum's phone and ordered 50 pictures and 50 pictures on my phone. And then I get like 100 every month. <laughs> but you only have to pay for delivery, which is three ninety nine. So I pay three ninety nine on each device. And yeah, it's really affordable for 100 pictures, which is only like £8. So I definitely recommend the app. And that's something that's been my favourite of this week and pretty much since lockdown started. <laughs> Hmm, nice. Um, I, my last favorite is a TV show that I've been I've been watching beforehand, but recently I've gotten back into it because normally I just watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> um, but it's called Parks and Recreation. It's got Amy Poehler. I'm not sure if I'm saying that, and it's yeah. it's the one with Chris Pratt in it as well. And it's basically 
I'd say it's a mixture between The Office and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is two shows that I really, really like. And yeah, it's really funny. It talks about relevant things. And yeah, it's about cool. government employees as well. So you get to see what happens in the government in a com- comedic fashion. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so my last favourite is also a TV show. And it's Sex and the City. <laughs> um, I was not expecting that. <laughs> no, but honestly, I've just... I don't know if it's just because it's... I'm such a fan of right, light-hearted shows that I don't have to pay attention too much when I'm watching them. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't really like dramatic things because then I'm like, oh, I have to actually look, like watch this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Sex and the City, the best way I can describe it is kind of like a comedic version of Gossip Girl with less drama. It's uh, set in New York... And I love anything that's set in New York, honestly. Um, yeah, to be fair. And it's just about, like, four girls living in the city. And I will admit, it is a bit outdated in some of its uh, messages. Um, because, it, well, it's from, I think it's from the 90s into the early 2000s. Uh, but it's just really calming to watch. And it's just, you know... I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Would recommend uh, to yeah. a friend. <laughs> Jaylan, last one. Um, mine's also a TV series that Hannah <laughs> recommended to me. She's absolutely obsessed with Gilmore <laughs> Girls and spent like years trying to convince me to watch it. So I finally started watching it. And honestly, it's such a good TV series, especially if, like Hannah said, if you don't want to watch anything dramatic and anything you have to concentrate on, then I definitely recommend Gilmore Girls. It's so like sweet and wholesome and it's such a community feel and it's just like a mother-daughter relationship and obviously everyone else in the town that you meet and all the characters, they're all so unique and funny and I just really recommend it. It's a really long series so if you don't want to just watch one series and have to wait for the next one to come out, that's really good as well and it's just something you can binge and you can just do anything whilst you're watching it and you'll still kind of understand what's going on. So yeah, I really recommend Gilmore Girls. Thanks, Hannah. Great. (laughs) No problem. Um, So those are our weekly favourites and that's something that we'll be kind of implementing for each episode of the podcast. Uh, So now we're going to move on to our main topic of discussion, uh, which is broadly the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, I'm sure everyone's probably seen a lot about this online um we just thought it was a great time to talk about it really um we do just want to say that um even though this is a topic that we all feel very passionately about none of us will ever truly understand the effects of racism uh we're we're aware of our privilege and we do want to use this to bring attention to the topic so uh, in the description of this podcast, we'll be including a list of petitions, uh, which we encourage you to sign. So, yeah, this is going to be our topic of discussion. Uh, firstly, I just want to start off the conversation by saying that I feel like this is kind of the most powerful movement that we as 17, 18 year olds have seen in a long time. Would you guys agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like. Even with the climate change and everything, mm. this is definitely the biggest one. Yeah. Because I know climate change is, like, still huge and everything, but I feel like everyone, a lot more people are finally seeing what's happening to mm-hmm. black people in America and all around the world, and they're actually a lot of people are finally doing something about it and trying to change what they feel as well. 
because I know a lot of people that say that they're like not racist but then they still have like do do racist stuff yeah but then they're finally starting to try and change and I feel like that's good like the thing with I think white people is we all obviously benefit from racism like like systematic racism and everything and like our privilege and it's the people who are proper allies that try to use their privilege and everything and stop like benefiting off systematic racism does that make sense yeah yeah yeah, it does i think as well is that um even though black lives matter has been you know a rising issue uh in the united states predominantly for the past uh four or five years i feel like it's never been on this scale in the uk and other countries yeah um we've always kind of just viewed it as like an american issue but now it's definitely come to light in the uk which i think is refreshing Mm, definitely i was just gonna say i just feel like we thought like this decade was going to be like the best thing ever and i know that it hasn't really gone off to the best start i mean 2020 like we're already (laughs) in lockdown and we can't see anyone and it's all just we feel like it's all gone awful but i do genuinely feel like this year and this decade is going to be the decade of change and having this lockdown i feel like everyone's kind of taken more time to spend time with their families and obviously pollution's gone down i just feel like it's been really good for us and we're kind of appreciating normal life and i hope that we don't be like we don't go back into the real world as greedy and i just feel like we really needed this change so the fact that we're recognizing the racism not just in america but all across the world and now we're looking at the yemen crisis i just feel like it's all been really necessary even if it feels like the whole world's against us i just genuinely feel like we need this year for change even if we're off to a really rough start yeah definitely (laughs) especially with the pictures that have come out from like Blackpool you know how the sea's gone looking really really clear yeah because of the lack of pollution and like hopefully people will see that and think oh so this is what could happen if we all do something and just like stop being so greedy and like Mm. just stuff like that so I've got a question for you guys um do you think that this whole um obviously it kind of branched off the whole George Floyd thing um but if we weren't in a pandemic and people didn't have the opportunity to kind of reflect and take the time to think about things like this, do you feel like this still would have happened or not? Um, good question. I feel like it still would have happened, but I don't think there would have been such a backlash to the protests mm. because I know a lot, like, especially in England, people are saying like, oh, this happened in America. Why are you protesting in England? You're putting all the NHS staff at harm, which is true, honestly. Like, the NHS staff have been brilliant. But yeah, what I saw a post the other day saying that people are saying, why are you protesting during a, um, a pandemic? But what they should be saying is, it's such a shame that people are still having to protest, especially in a pandemic. That's true, yeah. So I feel like people still would have been protesting and everything but maybe not to this scale because people have more time to go out if that if that makes sense yeah yeah I don't feel like we wouldn't have I just feel like we wouldn't have reacted as strongly as we are 
um, because obviously this situation has occurred before, like police brutality, it's been happening for years and years and years. But because we've all kind of had to shut down, we've had to process everything that's happening in the world. I feel like we are reacting more strongly because of coronavirus and because we've had to stay indoors and we have to think more because our day-to-day life is like constantly filled with distractions, like going to the shops, meeting our friends, going to restaurants, we're constantly moving and we would have been in school and it would have obviously been a topic of discussion, but I don't think we would have reacted as strongly as we have done. We would have been doing our exams as well, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that kind of uh, brings us on to one of the points then, protesting in a pandemic. Uh, obviously, this is a uh, something that's caused a lot of controversy. And, and like you say, especially in the UK, because um, people don't feel like this is as much of an issue. Um, so what do we think then? protesting in a pandemic what are thoughts i was just gonna say like i posted this on my instagram and it was basically this nhs worker and she had posted a massive paragraph responding to people who were saying oh think about the nhs staff like think about what they have to go through because you guys are protesting and she was saying that despite it obviously being during a pandemic she obviously faces all the people who are suffering from coronavirus and she says that it was already happening. We were already almost reaching a second wave before the protests even began. And that wasn't because of people in the streets like saying that racism needs to be stopped. It was because of the people going to beaches and it was the people who were still socialising despite the rules. Mm. And no one reacted this way when people were going to the beaches. Like the views of the beaches, people were literally glued together. It was completely packed. And no one was saying, oh, you people need to get off the beaches. But they're saying it now when it's during a protest. I just feel like it's a bit convenient. And Mm. I just feel like it is racist. I mean, you don't react when people are socializing, almost causing a second peak, but now you choose to react. I just feel like their intentions aren't right. And I also feel that I would rather have a second wave from people protesting about racism than I would have a second wave from people going to the beach. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Also, a lot I've seen like videos of people going to the protest. Like the one in Stratford, people were social distancing before the march and pretty much everyone was wearing a mask. Yeah. And then and that's like everywhere a lot of people have been wearing masks in like America, in London, Birmingham. Um, but then there's been pro- anti-protesters. Oh. Have, have you seen these videos of like, it's pretty much all white guys in ha- marching through Hyde Park and harassing families in parks and then mm. attacking the police and none of them are wearing masks. All of them are drunk. And I, uh. and I, have, not, I have not seen a backlash from that. The only backlash I've seen is for Black Lives Matter movement, mm. not the people um. drunk in Hyde Park. Yeah, just a, a side note, uh, anyone who lis- who's listening, uh, who thinks, who's gone to protests or is thinking of going, you know, obviously stay safe when you're going, I think. Um, wear your masks, keep six feet apart. Hand sanitizers. All of that stuff, yeah, you know. Unfortunately, we are still in the middle of a pandemic, which isn't very nice. Mm. Um, <laughs> isn't very nice. No, this is not very nice. Okay, so then moving on from that, statues was one of our things that we wanted to talk about because I feel like, again, even though um, Black Lives Matter, there's kind of like little things about the Black Lives Matter movement that people are kind of pinpointing and saying, well, I agree with what you're saying, but you shouldn't be doing this kind of thing. 
Yeah. Um, so there's statues. Obviously, there was the uh, slave trader one in Bristol that mm. got taken down and has now been moved into a museum. Um, and then on from that, there's kind of Winston Churchill statues. I've seen some things about people um, vandalising, like, war soldier memorials. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what do you guys think on that topic? I think that a lot of a lot of the people who are saying don't vandalize the statues are also saying that you can't rewrite history. Mm. But on a lot on a lot of the statues, they're not talking about the slave traders or like the racism that was committed and everything. They're talking about what the person like did for the better. So like Winston Churchill, Winston Churchill, obviously he was like amazing in like winning the war and everything, but what people don't really know is about the how he like kind of engineered the mass death of loads of indians because of the famine so i feel like that's why people have been vandalizing his statue because he also said like how indians were like beastly people and how they bred like rabbits and that's why the famine happened and with the slave trader one he wasn't the statue isn't promoting the slaves like that he like sold and bought and everything um but the stuff that he did so when people are saying that you can't rewrite history the history wasn't even written on the statues so like i understand why people are attacking statues because it's fake it's like whitewashed history Mm. so yeah i think i agree um i'm not sure if i agree with the war memorials ones though the war memorials ones bad yeah, and I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people are getting really heated about in Britain at the moment. Yeah. Jalen, did you have anything to add on that? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, it's kind of hard because obviously you want to support the movement and you can't really judge how people protest because if it's getting the message across and if it's going to be in the media, then I'm 100% backing it. And when the like originally when the fires were starting and that sort of um like rioting and things like that and looting and loads of people were criticizing it but so many movements have gotten so far because of things like that yeah and america itself is pretty much built on looting so yeah yeah like america's really bad for that isn't it yeah so i feel like you can't really judge how they protest and with the statues i agree that some of them do need to be taken down. I can't believe they've even been up there for that long. Mm. And I do think it's time for change. And it's not rewriting history. I mean, like Winston Churchill, he's still going to be in the history books and people are still going to learn about him. But I agree with you, Sam, like the way his statue's there, it does feel like whitewashed in a way. But the war memorial, I don't know too much about them vandalising that. I don't understand what the message is behind that. And a lot of these videos, though, of... um the graffiti on buildings and stuff is white people yeah um a lot of white people are actually causing destruction which i think they have no right to do so it's not their movement and at the end of the day what they're doing is only going to portray black people in a poor light because everyone's saying oh but they're not getting their message across by doing graffiti and stuff well it's not actually them getting their message across it's white people and i don't really understand why they're doing that whether they are just as passionate but I think their job as at a protest, your job is to protect the black people and to say that you support them. I don't think you should be the one initiating the violence or initiating the vandalism. 
Yeah, I saw a lot of people were moaning that a Wendy's was burnt down in America, and then a video was released showing a white girl burnt it down. So, yeah, like, the media was showing saying like, oh, like the Black Lives Matter movement's gone too far. They're burning down Wendy's and everything, and saying like, if Black people want to get their message across, they can do it in a more peaceful way. First of all, they've been trying to do it in a peaceful way for hundreds of years and it's never worked. And second of all, it was a white girl who burnt the Wendy's down. And I've seen videos of Logan Logan Paul going out and looting as well, which is just so stupid. Um, Just to branch off from that then, um, we're talking about how education and how uh, obviously we've grown up knowing kind of one side of the story and it's now becoming more apparent that this isn't the case Mm. um i just want to give a recommendation on here um a book called uh a people's history of the united states uh by a guy called howard zinn and this is basically an entire history of the usa told from different people's perspectives so it's told from the perspectives of women native americans african americans working people immigrants slaves um so I think if you do want to educate yourself, um, I'm not sure if there's a similar version for European history. There probably is. Um, but that book is really good if you want to kind of know more about sort of how history has occurred and not just the way that you're taught it in schools, because a lot of the things you do have to go and research yourself. Um, mm. And that's not obviously okay. So I feel like along with this movement, then there's been a lot of, arguing for change in the education system um and how we're taught things and uh, i think that's really positive to see that we're getting some sort of you know change in that respect yeah especially like in english schools like we never really learn about the colonization <laughs> of england by white people you learn about how america colonized but that's still gcse history mm, so yeah and also, like, you don't learn about black inventors or anything. So, like, I didn't, personally, I didn't know about the black women behind the space land- moon landing in America until I watched the film Hidden Figures. Yeah. And which is also a book which I recommend. So, I feel like I've, I've also signed petitions and, like, sent emails to my, our school, like, requesting, like, the curriculum being more diversified. So I feel like everyone else can do that, like email their local MPs and their like head teachers to ask for the diversification of school curriculums. Yeah. I also think that from someone who has studied history for, who's going on to study history, you know, beyond school and stuff, I always think like, oh yeah, I have learned quite a bit about that. But then I think back and I'm like, I didn't learn any of this before I chose to, if that makes sense. So yeah. before I took my GCSEs and A-levels, I didn't really learn. I learned a bit about the slave trade and that was kind of it. But it yeah. was only once I got to GCSE and then A-level and then, well, going into uni now is when I'm starting to learn different perspectives and that mm. needs to change. Definitely. Jaylan, did you have anything on that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with you guys. I just... I do agree. Um, I remember, like, whenever I learned anything about racism, it was, like, once. And, you know, when you have life learning and stuff. Yeah. I had in, like, first school or primary school, whatever you guys want to call it, I had, like, a lesson on racism, and it was just pretty much saying, don't do it. 
but I didn't actually understand like why people were racist why black people were considered different to white people I didn't understand the history behind it so when they were like don't be racist I was like okay (laughs) like I didn't even realize people were like I remember um, my auntie told me a story when she was babysitting me. And do you guys remember Balamore? Yeah. yeah. Balamore. Is it called Balamore? Yeah. Yeah. Balamore. yeah. <laughs> What's the story of Balamore? Would you like to know? And I used to watch it. And, you know, they always used to wear, like, different coloured clothes. Yeah. And my auntie was like, which one's your favourite? And I was like, the yellow one, because they were wearing yellow clothes. And it was actually, like, a black um, woman. I think it was a black woman, not a black man. I can't remember, but the person was black. And everyone else was white. And I didn't identify that character by the colour of their skin. I just said, yeah, the yellow one, because he was wearing yellow clothes. And I didn't actually recognise colour. That makes sense. Like, we're born seeing people differently. It's been taught to us that we're different. I agree. Um, So then moving on... um one of our talking points is going to be Black Lives Matter in the media. So I've already mentioned um, one book. Summer just mentioned the Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures. Um, is there any other th- books, films, music, TV that you guys think are important in this time to kind of educate yourself on? Any recommendations for those things? Um, what I was on a plane once and I'd heard about this film called The Hate You Give. Oh yeah, that's a good book. And it's it's a it's i haven't actually read the book i'd like to read the book but i've watched the film and the film is heartbreaking and it's so good it's about this girl who is an eyewitness of her friend being shot by a policeman and he was unarmed he got killed by a police officer and then it's basically about her trying to come forward and say what happened and the police officer isn't even fired he's put on paid leave and she goes to a predominantly white school. So they have a walkout at the school and everyone's saying, oh, I'm so happy, like, we're missing the school and we're like, we get to leave school. And it's basically the difference between how black people, black teenagers see it and white teenagers. Mm. And that's a really good That sounds really film. good. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's a really good story. Um... Also, this book called Just Mercy, which is about, I keep recommending this to people because it's so good. Um, it's a film as well. It, the film's got Michael B. Jordan in. Hello. Love that. Love to see it. <laughs> um, and it's about this black lawyer who tries to get innocent black men off death row. So highly recommend. Cool. Um, I haven't actually watched this, but on Netflix uh, called Thirteenth. Um, I can't remember if it's a series or a film, but to summarize, it's basically about how in the 13th amendment when uh slavery was abolished that prisoners weren't included in this so ever since they abolished slavery in like 1865 there's always been a loophole that prisoners can still be kept as slave to this day really Um, yeah which i didn't know and i haven't watched this documentary yet so i can't really comment much on it but i think that's definitely worth a watch and it's it's always coming up on my Netflix to watch and I just got to watch it soon. <laughs> hmm. I've also heard about this series on Netflix called Dear White People. Oh, I've watched that, yeah. Is it any good? Because I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's... Um, I'd say, yeah, it's definitely good to watch now. Um, it kind of follows the lives of lots of different characters. I don't know how to explain it. It's like one of those TV shows where it's like 
lots of different characters and they all kind of relate at some point Mm. um and it's all about their individual experiences and they all go to um well college in america but university (laughs) um and it's kind of just them how they deal with the inherent racism and it's good it's it's also it's it's entertaining as well like it's got um plot lines and relationships and things that you kind of follow so it's also yeah entertaining and educating i've got it up on my thing at the moment the description says students of color navigate the daily slights and slippery politics of life and an ivy league college that's not nearly as post-racial as it thinks yeah yeah that's that's a good one i I like Mm. that one i've added that to my list Jaylan, have you got any other yeah i actually um i ordered a book like two days ago so i can't really comment on it too much because i haven't read it yet but it was like highly recommended by like loads of um influencers and stuff I can't remember the exact name, but it was something along the lines of um, like why I can't talk to white people oh, yeah. about race anymore. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Why I'm no longer, yeah. That's yeah, good. why I'm no longer, yeah. So I've ordered that and um, I'll just recommend it to other people, <laughs> but I haven't actually read it yet. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Mm-hmm. I've just typed into uh, Netflix um, the search thing that says Black Lives Matter and it comes up with loads of different things. So... The 13th is on there, When They See Us, which is about the five black teenagers who were arrested for a... They were falsely accused of a brutal attack in Central Park, and it's all about their, like, court case and how they going through it. It's a true story. Yeah, so if anyone's interested, just type in Black Lives Matter into Netflix and loads of stuff comes up. So I don't think... Was there anything else you guys wanted to say on this topic whilst we're on it? Any things about the movement or anything you think is interesting um well something's just come to mind it's kind of still on the like in the media like films and stuff but in an episode of brooklyn 99 the sergeant gets he's like trying to find his daughter's doll in a like a white area like a white middle class area because he lives there because and a police officer like asks him what he's doing and then when oh, he yeah. when he tries to respond to it the officer's like, why are you getting so angry? And then, like, arrests him. And, like, until he figures out that he's a sergeant. And I feel like that kind of just shows that was, like, an accurate representation of what happens in real life. Because I saw a video the other day in one of the movements like this. I think it was an FBI agent, a black FBI agent, was getting arrested by, like, two white police officers. And they wouldn't let him go until he actually, like, until they figured out that he was an actual agent. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Brooklyn Nine Nine is very good with the topics it talks about in a oh, yeah. in a comedic way. So it's good for that, it's especially woke. especially yeah, very woke. <laughs> especially <laughs> especially recently because they talk about in one episode episode they talk about like sexism and like everyday sexism, and then another one they talk about like one of the officers goes to like an active shoot shooting. So I feel like that's very relevant. Also, Orange is the New Black is I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone but there's a scene in it which is literally identical oh, identical to what happens to george floyd i hated that scene but like it's actually real life so it was so important yeah. to watch but oh my god i literally couldn't get the image out it's of my head. heartbreaking when i saw i didn't fully watch the videos george floyd because i i like couldn't if that yeah, makes same. sense same. but when i like i read about like 
what happened to him and I, as soon as I read it I just thought of Orange is the New Black and it made me feel sick mm. uh, so Jaylan do you want to take us on to our next section yes I shall Hannah <laughs> <laughs> okay so this next section is going to be a Q&A and we thought it would be a good idea to kind of put at the end just so you guys could get to know us a bit more now we've moved on from the deep topic of the movement we just thought to get to know us to keep you guys around <laughs> you might like to learn a few things about us so hannah if you want to ask the questions yeah. um so these questions um i asked for them on my private story on snapchat ages ago and i never actually answered them so you know <laughs> we are going to be using these questions <laughs> um and then also anyone listening if you want to ask us questions for uh next week's episode then send us a message or put it in the um review section of the podcasts um and we can we can answer them if anyone wants to ask us <laughs> so the first question um is if you had any skill set and could do absolutely anything what would your dream job be i have so many answers for this question <laughs> do you want to go first um oh. i <laughs> Well, okay, so, I, I okay. already want to be act, like an actor, so I thought I'd go for something different <laughs> just because, like, that's kind of what I'd want to do. So if I could do anything, I'd want to, like, be able to play, like, musical instruments because they're just great. Like, <laughs> I'm so jealous of people who can play them because I, I used to play the piano in, like, year two or year three, and then I just stopped and I'm really, really annoyed because I'd just love to do it. Um, and then my other answer was I'd want to be like really good at physics because I'm really interested in astronomy and all that and like space and stuff. So mm. I think I feel like that's something that I would have liked to go in if I was smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Jayla, um, <laughs> I said acting just because it's feeling pretty impossible right now. Um, <laughs> trying like book courses during a pandemic and things like that and not living in America, so there are not as many opportunities. Mm. So it's feeling pretty impossible. So I would say acting, if I could just go straight into it, like that would be an ideal situation. Yes. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and another thing I would say is I love songwriting. Like random things come to my head and I just like write them down. I turn them into a song. So if I had the voice to sing them, that would be fantastic. Oh, Jane and I could play the instruments. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, also, you sorry, Hannah. Just um, <laughs> with the acting thing, when you said like there's more opportunities in like America, loads of people always say to me, "Oh, but you live around." Oh, I probably shouldn't say this. You live. I'm gonna say you live around the area where like Shakespeare was, and I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to go into theatre. Yeah, because that's, yeah, we don't want to go into theatre, by the way, guys. That's why we're saying we don't have as many opportunities because screen acting and stuff is obviously more common in America and it's easier to get into that sort of um, industry, especially in, like, LA. Definitely. Mm -hmm. You guys should listen to to bring this up again. The the podcast that I recommended at the start. Yeah. I think the host of the podcast actually works in film and TV. So she has quite a lot of guests from that industry giving advice and stuff. So Is it a British podcast, though? Uh, no, it's not. But you can learn on how get like, getting internships, and even though you might not have a job that initially starts as an actor, how you can kind of get your foot in the door and get in yeah. the industry. 
um because you know that's the hard part once you're in then it's a bit easier but getting in is the hard part um my answer to this question i would love to be good at maths because (laughs) i feel like every high paying job in the world is something to do with maths and it's so Mm. annoying because i wish like i could enjoy that kind of stuff I wish that I could enjoy finance and stocks and things like that because <laughs> that would just make life so much easier. It would. And like, imagine, imagine if you were good at like stock shares and then you invest money and get like a million pounds back. Exactly. I just, it's so hard for someone like me to do maths. Um, so I just wish I could do that. <laughs> so question two is, um, what are some things that we think are overrated and also underrated so i'm gonna ask you guys for an un- one underrated thing and one overrated thing so jayland do you want to go first um in terms of tv series i said that 13 reasons why I was overrated um i only watched the first season just because of how hyped it was and i figured you know what i'm gonna give it a go and even though i understood what their message was intending um i thought they didn't portray it correctly and they almost um, glamorized suicide yeah. and kind of showed that it was almost an easy way out and the way that the main character put the blame on other people. I just feel like it could have been dealt with differently and it was very, very graphic and there was a lot of um, things about rape and really sensitive topics and I just felt like maybe it was just because I don't like watching that sort of stuff I mean not that anyone does but I just felt like it was a bit intense and how accessible it was because it's on Netflix so many young people can see that and think oh if I killed myself this is how people would react and I know it sounds almost immature but people do think like that especially when you're younger and you see kind of like an easy way out it feels like you could just do that and then you that's the reaction you could get yeah um and then underrated, I said someone great. Yeah. <laughs> we think someone great's underrated because we found out it was underrated because we tried to find loads of edits on Instagram and realised no one was looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh we think it's, it's such a good message because when you usually watch like romance films, it's about the girl and the guy and they break up and they eventually get back together. And the message was completely different. Um, I just, I don't know if I will spoil it. But basically, the message is about, like, the title Someone Great, you could think it's about the guy, you could think it's about her friends, or you could think it's about her. And I like to interpret it as her. I like to think that she is the someone great, and you kind of get to see the journey of this character going through a breakup, and it just feels so realistic and so raw. But it's almost not, like, they don't put a little nice bow at the end of the film and they're like now they're back together and everything's perfect again it's really realistic and I just think mm. with all the characters and the journey she goes through with all of her friends and then the guy I just really really love it it's just it's such a good film is that the girl with Jane the Virgin in? Which? yeah <laughs> wait wait that's it's the same that actor yeah Um, I agree that is such a good film and highly underrated so everyone should go watch that anyway um, Hannah what do you think? So I'm going to start with my overrated. Um, but my but Both of mine are TV shows, actually. Uh, overrated Stranger Things. I don't know why this is so popular. <laughs> but I, I cannot, disagree. I cannot disagree. stand it. Because it is just so boring. Like, I just... I don't know if it's because I have a rubbish attention span. 
but I feel like it's a concept. There's there's so many shows, right, that I think could have been done as a film or one, like a limited series, like The Good Place or Money Heist or this. Um, mm. I feel like when it's a concept, like, I don't know, it just feels like it's dragging on all the time. Yeah. Um, I, I personally really like it. Like, I think it's really good. I feel like the acting in, in it is really good as well. Like, Noah Schnapp is so good in it. He's brilliant. Millie Bobby mm. Brown's really good in it as well. And also, like, not to offend Hannah or anything. <laughs> but, like, obviously, Hannah, you don't really like um, things that are, like, almost too serious. Do you know what I mean? Like, that are dramatic and mm. kind of, like, out of this world. You seem like you enjoy, you know, like, Gilmore Girls, like, that sort of genre. Yeah. So that's probably why you got bored of Stranger Things, because you're like, oh, this is too deep, and it keeps going on about all these monsters and shit. I just want to watch something chill. <laughs> yeah i mean I, that's true in some circumstances but i also like you know vampire diaries and back in the day pretty little liars that was my my thing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. i used to love that show um so then my underrated show is on my block and i really want to watch that it's i think it's on its third series now and it's just criminally underrated honestly because criminally um, underrated. it's comedic but it's also so impactful and kind of sad in the messages that it displays i think it's a good one to watch at the moment it's it's just to summarize a show about people who uh i don't really even know how to describe it it. isn't it about like average teenagers yeah it's like a group of friends um and i think i i think they live in like southern california uh like near the mexican border and around that area um so it deals with those issues and what neighborhoods are like in that area um Mm. from a teenager's point of view uh so it's a good one again it's comedy but it's also very important messages and i just don't hear anyone talk about it so is it is it a coming of age story kind of i would i would say yeah it's kind of i don't really know what to compare it to um Mm. but yeah it is you kind of follow the characters as they grow up and there's a lot about gangs and how easily young children get roped into gangs so Mm. go watch it (laughs) summer what are yours all right so for my overrated i feel like if anyone ends up listening to this podcast i'm gonna get so much hate (laughs) because me with stranger things (laughs) (laughs) i really think that drake is overrated I've never been able to get into his music. I've never understood it. It's just he, he gets on my nerves and I just can't. <laughs> like I'll give I'll all right, I'll give it some of his songs are like good to dance to, but it's just sometimes the lyrics don't make any sense and then mm. I, it's I like drum and bass. Drum and bass is overrated as well. <laughs> no, I agree with the drum and bass part. I think um I agree with to some extent with some of Drake's songs on his Scorpion album. Like, in my feelings, I hate that song. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so bad. But then, like, his older music, his more chill stuff is so good. So, yeah. Because hmm. I, like, I like singers slash songwriters who have, like, a lot of meaning behind the songs. Yeah. Like, usually yeah. quite emotional songs. So, all this all the ones that I've listened to of Drake that are all like on the radio and stuff, I guess that's why they're on the radio because they're more like upbeat and dance songs. But yeah. yeah, the majority of the songs I've listened to by him, they just seem so like 
there's no really like storyline or narrative to them yeah they seem kind of random <laughs> yeah i mean again those that like his more popular ones yeah i agree they're kind of a bit pointless but if you listen to some of his less popular songs and ones from his older albums they're much better and yeah okay okay all right and then my underrated i put a lot down for my underrated because i didn't realize we we're going to do one of each so i'm going to choose one <laughs> i'm going to say underrated is a marvel series called agent carter and basically I've never agent... heard of that. <laughs> exactly it's so good basically agent carter is in the is mainly in the first captain america film she's kind of seen as captain america's love interest and she's like a female like agent obviously um <laughs> who works with the like stuff that captain america was involved in and she got her own series and it kind of shows how she's not just the love interest she has a like a lot more she her skill set is incredible and everything and she's such a badass and she's just great and it's set in the 1940s and like slash 50s so when women were like looked down upon and everything and like seen as wimps and weak and everything and it kind of just like shows that even in that time there was still like badass women who were like not given the credit they deserved so cool i highly recommend it it's, and it and it only got two seasons which i'm furious about and it was left <laughs> on a cliffhanger um so. so my last question is can you see yourself living in the country or the city when you are older summer um well if i become an actress i'll be all over the place but <laughs> I don't know. I, I really like where I live at the moment because it's quite quiet and it's kind of like, it feels like a community in some type of ways. But then there's some really annoying people who live here as well. So, and considering I can't drive yet, it's a bit annoying because you can't really get to anywhere. Whereas I feel like when you're in like the city, you can just walk around the corner and there's like a, a shop that you need to go just there. But I, I, I do like England. I think it's funny. I wouldn't want to live in America. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like we're, living we, here because it's funny. We just have our own sense of humour that no one else understands. I keep seeing this on TikTok as well. People are saying, like, Australians and, um, like, people from England are, like, the same but different accents. And I can't think yeah. of anything more accurate. And they have a common, common enemy of America. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, it's just... Yeah, I wouldn't want to live in America at the moment because it just seems like a wasteland. Um... <laughs> but i'd like to live in canada i'd love to live in canada i want to be there when it snows okay sorry I, <laughs> I, lo- I love snow and it just always seems to be like like when it snows it friggin snows if you know what i mean anyway cool. <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys i i would like to live in the city before i like settle down and have a family so i'm kind of saying both which is kind of a cheat but like uh, when I'm in my twenties and stuff, it'd be so cool to live in a city because you're like everything is around you, like the clubs, pubs, restaurants, <laughs> shops. Like yeah. when you're in your twenties, like you want to like be living your best life, you know, and you want to be everywhere at once. And I would just love to experience that, like in a city like that never sleeps. Um, not saying I want to go to America, but you know, like cities, they're always lit up. There's always something going on. So I like that. But then if I was to like settle down and have kids and things, I would like to go back to the country and just like live in a village. And yeah, the community feel, I really like that aspect of being in a village. Um, I would probably agree with Jaylan. I think 
I'm going to be moving to a city soon, so we'll, we'll see how that pans out. <laughs> but um, I feel like there's more, a lot more opportunities in a city, especially like jobs-wise. And like you say, you can kind of just go anywhere you want at any time. Yeah. Um, and sometimes living in the country feels a bit isolated. But then when I'm older, you know, that might change and might change our opinions. Do you guys like where you live now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it has its ups and downs, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm I'm really grateful and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I didn't really like it. <laughs> yeah. Like, sometimes sometimes I just like to go on walks at night and I think I wouldn't be able to do this in, like, the city centre because I'd probably get, like, kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, some type of sexual assault. Because <laughs> I see, like, all these videos of people in, like, the big city saying that they can't walk down the street with headphones in or they can't walk out past like nine o'clock on their own especially like women predominantly mm. um so that's I'm really so great- bad i know i'm so annoyed at that and i really like going on these like pre like dark walks like dusk and i i just when i'm walking i do feel like really grateful that i can do that in an area where i do feel safe mm. late night woman's so. hour <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever actually listened to the full podcast. Is that bad? (laughs) I feel like that's bad. This podcast is going to be better anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Damn right. People will be studying this in years to come. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Can I just say, isn't it mad? Right, thanks. How much much we can, like, talk about in one because what's going on in the world at the moment. We've literally been talking for an hour. I can't believe that. Okay, so that's the end of our podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening, if you have listened. Uh, well done if you've made it all the way here, because we have to- we can talk for England, honestly. Mm. Uh- <laughs> Not that we live in England. <laughs> Summer, you just said we live in England. <laughs> that's what You literally said that's why I like living in England, because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, okay, so um, I think we're going to do episodes every Sunday. Uh, we'll see um so tune into the next episode guys we want more of this content and like we say um if you want to ask us questions or send us things that we you think we should discuss in our episodes then we'd be very grateful and in our description we're going to have links to um petitions uh like i already mentioned to do with the black lives matter movement and we think you should go and sign all these petitions and do what you can to help because you know changes are coming yeah. uh also subscribe to this podcast um change on, is a coming it is uh on apple podcasts or spotify wherever you're listening to this and rate us five stars okay if you don't <laughs> if you don't if you don't rate us five stars then don't even come but don't even bother yeah. coming back because we don't want you here um <laughs> also if you'd cut. like to be on the podcast oh yeah yeah feel free yeah, we'd love to have some guests. If you've, if you've got something interesting about you, or even if you haven't, even if you're most, you're the most boring person, uh, we still want to have you on. Yeah, you can't be any more boring than <laughs> Hannah. So <laughs> true that. Uh, okay, bye guys. Thanks for bye. listening.